once again to the Perimeter Church Podcast. We are pleased to bring you the message from this week's worship service. For more information about this message, this week's teacher, and to watch or see other messages, please visit our website at perimeter.org. Thank you for joining us today. Today, given that we're celebrating Jesus being born as a baby, baby noises are okay, all right? We're just going to roll with it and flow with it and keep it short, but uh, hopefully meaningful. Our message today is entitled, What or Who Are You Expecting for Christmas? Okay, that's what we're talking about. There's a passage in the Points to Remember insert, and you'll see it on on the screen as well. But let me first say just Merry Christmas, and how have you had this morning? Has it been a good morning so far, huh? Has it? Yeah? Amen. Now, I, I just want people to raise hands. Don't yell out. Just raise hands. But how many have already opened presents this morning? Okay. All right. A lot of people have. So, so who's going to do it this afternoon? A few of us. Yeah. Now, let me ask this. Again, don't call out. Did anyone get something that you didn't expect? Okay. And now here's a real tough question. Did any of you get something better than you expected? All right. Yeah. Let me tell you a few stories, okay? My wife is a PE teacher here at Perimeter Christian School, and I asked her to ask some of her students, ages 9, 10, and 11, if ever in their life they had gotten a surprise Christmas present, that is, a better present than what they expected. Let me tell you some of their answers. There's one little boy who said, I wanted a walkie-talkie, and I got an electric scooter. That's better, right? (laughs) One little girl said, I wanted anything that related to dogs, and I got a real dog. (laughs) One little girl said, I wanted a snow globe, and I got a trip to New York City. (laughs) Now, that sounds mysterious to me like a present from mom and dad for mom and dad. (laughs) Somebody had to go with her, right? One little girl said, I wanted toys, and I got a trip to Disney. Now, some of you mom and dads are thinking right now, Bob, you're killing me. you got to stop doing this. You're killing me right now. And then one little girl told my wife, I wanted rollerblades and I got a piano. And when she said that, a little boy standing next to her said, how would those even fit into the same box? <laughs> Great question. Well, I want to tell you, Christmas is the story of God giving to us something, really someone, who's much better than we ever would have expected or imagined. That's the story of Christmas. Let me explain. At the time that Jesus came, the nation of Israel was being dominated and ruled by the Roman Empire. And they hated the Roman Empire. And they expected the Messiah to come. The Messiah was going to be the greatest king in Israel's history. And this is what they wanted. They wanted a king that would come and take care of the Roman Empire and take care of God's enemies and their enemies. But they got something so much better. What they got and what we got is a Savior who comes and turns us from being God's enemies into being God's friends. And then he starts to heal us and change us from the inside out. That's the kind of Savior we got. Now, let me read you the passage that we're going to talk about today. Matthew 11, 1 through 6, and here's what it says in a paraphrase called the message. It says, when Jesus finished placing this charge, that is, giving these orders or instructions to his 12 disciples, 
he went on to teach and preach in their villages. He had told his disciples to go preach and teach, and so he, he went and did it too. John, that is John the Baptist, meanwhile, had been locked up in prison. And when John the Baptist got wind of what Jesus was doing, in other words, when he heard about what Jesus was doing, he sent his own disciples to Jesus and asked this question, are you the one we've been expecting or are we still waiting on someone else? In other words, Jesus, are you the Messiah, the king we've been expecting or is that not you, somebody else? And Jesus said, go tell John this. Tell him what's going on. The blind see, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the wretched of the earth, that is the poor, the needy, the rejected, learn that God is on their side. Is this what you were expecting? Then count yourself most blessed. Now that's amazing, isn't it, that Jesus did these kind of miracles, and he really did. Now, why did Jesus do miracles like that? Two reasons. First of all, he did miracles like that to show when he comes back again someday, he will heal all things physically of this earth and in our bodies. He'll make even the physical things all right. But the second reason Jesus did those miracles was to show this. If we put our faith in him, he starts to heal us spiritually and inwardly starting right now. Now, notice some of those things that it said that he does. Look at it again. The blind see, there you go, the blind see, the lame walk, that is those who can't walk, learn to walk, lepers are cleansed, leprosy was this really bad, awful, awful disease, and Israelites had to stay away from people with leprosy, the deaf, people who can hear begin to hear, the dead are raised and they come back to life, and the wretched of the earth, that is the poor in spirit, learn that God is on their side. See, that's a picture of what happens when we start following Jesus, you, saw, you see, we can't even see that Jesus is the Savior unless God opens the eyes of our hearts. We can't hear the Holy Spirit calling us to Jesus unless God opens our ears spiritually. We can't even walk to Jesus in faith unless he gives us the gift of faith. In fact, we're like dead people that can't even move unless Jesus brings us to life. And we are like unclean people that need to be cleansed. But that's what happens when Jesus comes, okay? So here's the main idea of the message. What most of us want is a Savior that will come along and take care of some bad people out there. But what we get in Jesus is a Savior who comes to forgive and heal and cleanse this bad person right here, me and you. And isn't that so much better? That is the good news of the gospel. There's another verse that talks about God turning enemies into friends. And here it is, Romans 5.10. It says this. For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to God, how? By the death of his son. Much more, now that we are reconciled, we're going to be completely saved by his life. Not just reconciled, but totally changed. Now here's the point of that verse. How is it that we're changed from enemies to friends is through the death of Jesus. Jesus took upon himself the punishment we deserve. He dies in our place. He's raised to newness of life. And if we turn from our sin to Jesus and let him be Lord and master and put our faith in his cross alone, we're reconciled to God, that is, we go from enemies to friends, and he begins to change us from the inside out. Now, let me tell you, when my wife asked the students about a surprise gift, some of them got a surprise gift this way. Not only did they get what they asked for, 
but they got what they asked for and something else, both and. For example, one little girl got the baby doll she expected and she got a keyboard. One little boy got a basketball and a basketball goal. Another boy got the baseball bat he wanted and a great jersey that was wonderful, both and. And that's like it is with Jesus. When he comes back again, he is going to take care of the bad guys that never bend their knee to him and call him Lord. He's going to get justice done for himself and for all that have suffered. He is, but aren't we glad that he started by turning us from enemies to friends totally by grace alone? Now, one last thing, and then we're going to end. There is a bonus in all of this, a bonus. And that is for those of us who put our faith in Jesus, we get something else, even better than being friends. We get God as our forever father, and we get the family of God as our forever family. When my wife asked the students, did you ever get anything that was a surprise, there's a new student to our school who spoke up and basically told her this story that for her whole life, she's now 11 years old, for her whole life, she had been in and out of foster homes. And she said two or three years ago, around Christmas time, she was expecting toys. Instead of just toys, she got a forever family. Now, what's a forever family? It's not a foster family that she's going to be with a little while. It's a family that adopted her forever. She got a permanent mom and dad for the rest of her life, along with her two siblings. What a beautiful, beautiful picture of the gospel. What a beautiful picture of God. John 1 says this. Jesus came into his own things, and even his own people didn't receive him. But to all who received him, to those who put faith in the name of Jesus, he gives the right to be what? To be children of God. So here's the beauty of the gospel. When we put our faith in Jesus, not only do we go from being God's enemies to God's friends, we go to being members of his family. God himself becomes our forever father, and all those who trust in Jesus become our forever brothers and sisters. And it just doesn't get any better than that. Isn't it great that he gave us better than what we expected? Merry Christmas. Let's pray. Oh, Lord Jesus, we thank you, thank you, thank you that you give to us that kind of grace and mercy. Thank you that when we thought your enemies were these bad people out there, and we didn't realize we had become your enemies by our badness, you came to us with your grace, and you sent Jesus to die in our place, and then you're willing to be reconciled and forgive us. And then having forgiven us, you start to heal us. Oh, Lord, we thank you, and we ask if we've never experienced it, that we would. But if we have, we thank you that you're the one that opened our eyes to see who Jesus is, the one who opened our ears to hear the call of the Holy Spirit, who gave us faith that we could walk to Jesus and brought us to life, and you've cleansed us, and you're changing us. And Lord, because of that, may we be willing to forgive our enemies. May we seek the reconciliation of all people. And may we never feel better than other people, whatever religion they are, or no religion. No matter how much they've sinned, or how badly they seem to have sinned, may we know that we're no better. But we need your grace and your mercy, and you have brought it to us in the person of Jesus. Thank you for sending us a better Savior than we ever expected, and thank you that someday he'll come back again, and he'll make everything right, and he'll bring the justice that we deserve, that we, link, we seek 
that we long for and that we would have deserved, but we have received grace. And we praise you for it and thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to the Perimeter Church Podcast. Perimeter Church is located at the corner of Highway 141 and Old Alabama Road in Johns Creek, Georgia. Please visit our website at www.perimeter.org for more information, to give us your feedback, and find other messages from our teaching team. Thanks for making this podcast a part of your day.